Yo, what's up? <coughs> Yo, it's your girl, DJ Narc. What's going on? Yo, I missed you guys. What's up, dude? So, the sunset right now is killing all the things. Scorpio season got me feeling hella romantic. The sky does something so funny this time of year. The sun, when it came up November 1st, it was just hanging like in the sky exactly like I feel like where my Allah necklace falls like on my chest. It was like perfectly placed. The sun was perfect and it was golden from the moment it came up. It was just like, hi, I'm perfect. It's November 1st. How are you? I was like... Uh, hello <laughs> like it was so pretty out that I kept rolling my eyes like all day I was like oh my god <laughs> how perfect um so you know my Virgo moon soul really be loving the perfection you know I just really like it's different. It's different than pretty. I don't know. My brothers have always gotten on me about finding, like, what I find attractive. I think I've mentioned that before. Yeah, I. it's not, I don't know. There's something so far past pretty. Pretty is, ah, yeah. Like, pretty is kind of a term I, uh, for me, it's something that I associate more with, like, kids, you know, and, like, young people, like, young guys and girls can be pretty, you know, like, pretty is just, like, something that anyone who's, like, youthful and young and full of life and having a good time and happy, like, can be pretty, you know, you can be pretty like that at any age, you're just, like, out here living life and every time anyone sees you, you're like, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, that person's pretty. You know, you see that person, you're like, oh, hey, yeah. Someone asks, like, oh, is she pretty? You're like, yeah. You know, well, if you give them that kind of a yeah, that's probably a no. But um, also because, like, I don't know how to act. Like, that's how I would say it. Like, my voice, my voice betrays me. Let me tell you. My voice betrays me. Like, I'll be trying to say it, like, so I seem believable, and that shit will just... <laughs> and my voice is like, nah. <laughs> Here's the tea. <laughs> um, so, it's not pretty. This time of year is not pretty. You know, the leaves are, like, basically gone. Or they're leaving. Like, this is it. You know, this is it. <laughs> get used to it okay summer's over all right <laughs> and like all the spring children and the summer children are like no I don't want it. Like, you know and Scorpio season's like wait I'll make it pretty though so like just stop <laughs> you're like okay it is really pretty though it's true <laughs> it's like a beautiful nightmare everything's dying but it's so pretty <laughs> Yo, if that ain't a Scorpio, like, this is a nightmare, but it's beautiful. 
Um, so yeah, so everything is dying, but it's so beautiful that you're like, die away, die away, just be golden the whole time. Um, which is great. And, uh, like I mentioned on Instagram, I think our job then becomes to, you know, just, uh, be that gold, just be gold, just be golden. What does that mean? How does this tie into our psychocybernetics talk from last time? Let's talk about self-image, weight, looks, and how you can use psychocybernetics and 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 how it is being used within you right now. Just like all the other programming that we've talked about, just like everything else on that list, do not be naive and think that on that list somewhere is not a line about what you think you are allowed to look like. Okay, because if you didn't have any hangups about what you thought you were allowed to look like, you would probably look a lot different than you do now, regardless of where you are. You see, because if you thought that there were no, um, there was nothing that could hold you back, then nothing would be off the table, right? And there wouldn't be any kind of insecurity or judgment involved either. You would do whatever you wanted when you could afford it, because you could look however you wanted because there was no preset about how pretty or not pretty you are allowed to be. And I think everyone listening can attest to that because some of us were um, put down for not being conventionally attractive, right? And some of us were put down if we couldn't live up to a very high standard of conventional attraction. So it's like, you know, this seesaw, <clears throat> this coin, we're, we're on both sides of the same coin. Um, and that is to say that we all have some faulty programming. Generally, most of us have some faulty programming when it comes to how we allow ourselves to look. So abundance is not this singular thing. I, I just want to emphasize this. I know I've said it before. Um, but it's just so important to understand. Uh, this is part of why that term is used so much by the love and light bullshit crowd because it's it's an easy way to categorize something that's so much bigger and when you pare it down like that and compartmentalize it like that, um, you take it away from its source and you take all its power away and now it's just become this like catchword that people are associating with some vague idea of being, I don't know, rich or getting a better job or some shit, happiness maybe. And that's not what the fuck it is. So let's, let's, let's take it back actually to like, what the fuck is it? First of all, dude, abundance, good luck, uh, parking karma, you know, whatever you call it, that person has like a, you know, they're, um, what in, like in my mom's family, they say like, I have a, a touch of gold, you know, like a Midas touch, like anything I touch turns to gold. Like, uh, you know, all this kind of luck, all this kind of growth expansion in every arena right? That includes partners, that includes looks, that includes money, that includes uh, your basic needs, that includes your wants, your desires, your dreams. Um, It's not just about your bank account. It's not just about uh, promotion. It's not just about getting the partner you want. It's 
Um, it's not really about happiness because, you know, the thing is, um, you may never know that you have the best luck in the world or if you have the worst luck in the world. Because if you're not vibing with where all your blessings are sitting on, on whatever, you know, vibe they're on, if you can't get there, you, you may never know what like you could have been or could have had. You know what I mean? You're not a you're you are not a victim of bad luck. You've never even tapped into your luck. You don't even know yet. You're not even in the game. So how do you get on the vibe with that abundance, with that luck? Well, first of all, by realizing that it's not just about material abundance, right? Which takes me to the physicality. It is about more than just what you have. It is about how you look. Of course it is. It is about how you want to look. See, that's the other reason that I find that I fuck with so many of y'all and y'all fuck with me is because we're not trying to deny some like real normal shit. Everybody cares about how they look and you should care about how you look. You can't be out here like a fucking bum. It's not cool. It's not cool. I'm sorry. Like I'm just, I'm not going to be one of those people like for the past, I don't know, Man, like for the past like six years or something, I've been watching like girls dress ugly on purpose just to be like, I'm going to be ugly on purpose. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And then I saw their bodies starting to change because, you know, if you're wearing like dumpy clothes all the time, if your body's getting dumpy underneath those clothes, guess what? You're not noticing because your clothes are fucking messy. Right? You're wearing these big ass clothes that are mad dumpy. You never like really are wearing anything body conscious at all. So you don't really even know what you look like anymore. And I started seeing their bodies change. So now they're wearing like ironic clothes to start with, but now their bodies are changing. So their clothes aren't really fucking ironic anymore. You know what I mean? Now it's like, okay, now it's getting really weird. Now what's going to happen? And then that same group of people morphed into, well, now I got to fucking juice and now I got to go to soul cycle and now I got to, you know, uh, get real skinny, cross fit, motherfucking lean as fuck because, you know, and I got to do yoga like it's fucking like it's aerobics. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do athletic, hot, naked yoga, you know, <laughs> um, because that's the thing now. Uh, well, of course, because you spent, you know, a couple of years dressing, you know, ironic and and like sitting on your ass, you know, because you can't really do nothing in those clothes anyway. The irony of it all. Um, I hated that shit. It's not cute to me. You look stupid. Please stop doing it. It's dumb. No, seriously, it's just dumb. It's a it's an excuse to just let yourself go. And I'm just never going to be a party to that. Anyway, so then those people became like the love and light. Like now I, I learned how to do like savasana. So like I'm going to tell you now about spirituality and about karma and reincarnation, bitch. So get out of my way because I got to return this stuff to Lululemon because I didn't realize it was $1,000 when I bought it. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like this, this... This whole thing, <laughs> I'm not into, and so now looks aren't important at all. So now if you care about your looks or if you talk about makeup or, you know, if you're like a spiritual person who like fucks with Chanel, you know, you're, you're, you're just, what are you doing? That's not what we do. 
That's we don't wear Chanel on Wednesdays. The fuck we don't. Why not? Why not? I have the cutest Chanel heels with the little Chanel pearl and the invisible wedge. Oh, to die. Um, but why not? Because we're spiritual. Okay, so spirituality, when it becomes the only thing in your life, will make you as obnoxious as those people who only talk about politics or those people who only talk about being vegan or those people who only talk about their dogs. or the, It'll make you an asshole is what it's going to do. I'm telling you, that's because it's so boring. It's so boring. Now, you can live a certain type of lifestyle. That's not boring because your lifestyle is going to afford you all kinds of different opportunities and activities to meet people and talk about different things and do different things. Spirituality is like you've taken like one aspect of your life and decided that this is the only thing that matters to you and everything you're going to say, do, breathe, live around, spend your money on is all about this one essential, essentially hobby, okay, that you've decided is more than a hobby, right? Because if you were really about that life, you wouldn't just be quote unquote spiritual, you'd be living an entire lifestyle devoted to that system of beliefs, right? Whatever it was, whatever it was. But like instead, every time people around you, you talking about crystals and karma. If anyone says anything bad, you're like, oh my God, don't say that stuff around me. You're, you're like a dog person. You're like one of those annoying fucking dog people who only talk about their fucking dog and everything is about their fucking dog. I just cannot like it's the same. And it, you know what? If you're one of those people, I'm happy for you. There's a lot of you out there and it's good. It's man, that's great, man. It is. It's really great. Like I love when people find something they like. You know, if you came to my house, you'd be like, fuck, this girl really likes glass. There is so much fucking glass in this house. True facts. I mean, you'd be wrong. You know, it's light. I like light. I like the way light plays off things, plays off glass the best, you know, but okay semantics go go ahead you know but like so you know if I came to your house and you're a dog person there'd probably be like dog things all over the place and I'd be like okay this person really like dogs um and you're probably thinking well you know my dog I have a personal relationship with my dog true yes um I have a personal relationship with light that's why I'm an astrologer um okay so tangent I just get like in my head about dog people sometimes. I I just do. I don't know what it is. I just, I'm fascinated. Like for just, I wonder sometimes if they can see from the outside what what it is. Like what's going on there. Because it's so sweet. I mean, dogs are wonderful. You know, they're wonderful. It's just, I, I, I sometimes wonder. Anyway, so self-image, yada, yada, yada psychosermonetics, blah, 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 blah. Um, and yes, I heard you all about, no, you didn't tell the part about how you walked into the hallway and then all of a sudden you're in the dark room, but you didn't say what happened when he followed you out into the hallway, you bitch. No, of course not. That thing would have turned into like three hours. I was not about to do that. Um, I sat down on the steps and he came and sat down next to me and he put his head in my lap. Yeah, you know, just typical Bollywood shit. And of course, it was the first time it had ever happened to me. And I was just like, oh my God, 
like the hottest person in the world is literally like just laying in my lap oh my god and like his tattoos are all showing because he had taken his shirt off you know like there was just I'm I'm a human being you know after all like I'm just a human so not much you know not much happened um his friends came out to see if he was okay and um he wouldn't get up from laying in my lap and he just turned his face the other way like into my body and acted like he couldn't hear them and like put his arms around my waist um and just sat there like it wasn't happening and like he couldn't hear them (laughs) it's such a Scorpio thing to do like I'm just gonna ignore you right to your fucking face um and uh, they just, like, got sick of trying to, like, ask him what the fuck he was doing. Um, and so they went back inside. <laughs> and when they went back inside, we went in the room, whatever. That's what it was. So not a lot happened. But, like, I feel like if I had told you that the other night, it would have taken me, like, 20 minutes to explain that part. You know? Just because... <laughs> I was very overwhelmed already and then like I'm just like sitting there trying to like you know make my head stop spinning basically like my brain was like red alert red my jeans were like mate I was like no wait stop like stop it like this is not the moment for this like I need to gain control um and instead of like you know, trying to like overpower me, like disarm me somehow, you know, or like be like, what, what are you doing? Or like, why'd you come out? Which I totally expected, you know, tough. Like I expected like, you know, the same, like a massage house, like th- the same type of shit. Like, what are you doing out here? But it wasn't, it wasn't at all. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't say nothing. <laughs> it was like, he understood, like, he had done all that just to do it, you know, because there were so many people in there and friends were in there. And, you know, like, if you want me to step up and, like, be a man and, like, put on a show, I'll put on a show, you know, but I'm shy. <laughs> so it's kind of perfect that you ran out because I didn't want to be in there either. Um, and instead of, like, saying anything, he just, like, yeah, he just, like, collapsed into my lap. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, wait. Oh, no. The depth. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't tell me the depth. Um, yeah, the Scorpio water went really still really quickly. And, like, I, that was it. Like, I, I, yeah, that was it. I think that was, like, when I knew. That was the moment. that I think that's why I left it out. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what I knew. When he did that, I was like, oh, God. (laughs) All right, fine. What time is this? Is this the sixth time or the seventh time? Or how many times have we done this? Because how many times? (laughs) Because how many times? Um, So, yeah. So, yada, yada, yada. Now we get to the things. And why did I tell you that part? Well, it ties in, of course, to what and how you can use psychocybernetics when it comes to your weight. Now, let me give you a really good example. 
There are people who put a lot of effort into losing weight. They do all the things. And then they subconsciously, without realizing it, when they attain that weight, start doing micro behaviors here and there without realizing it to take them back to the weight they were on. And they'll say, I don't know how it happened. I was doing really well. And then it just all came back. You know, I I went out that one night for dinner and then this happened and then I don't know. Well, what actually happened is that you got off your settings for a little while. You put in a lot of dedicated work and, you know, you did physically change your habits. But, and so maybe on that piece of paper, you got a habit on there of like, I will run so much every day or I am a person who runs so much every day. Okay, I got it. But you never did go back up on that same list and search for that one line that says what you are. And for a lot of us, we have a line in there that says, I am skinny, I am fat, I am curvy, I have a great body, I have a terrible body. Um, you'll often see this with people who get repeated plastic surgery on the body, that they are really trying really hard to erase a line of coding that no matter how much they get done, the coding is still there. Something is wrong with my body. My body is bad. My body is not good enough. And so that's what I mean. If you have no programming about how you're allowed to look and you get a bunch of plastic surgery, you're not going to do this compulsive thing where it becomes really obvious that the person has like some sort of, you know, a neurosis about it. It's because they're trying to fulfill the setting or they're trying to uh, heal from it. You know, that setting is causing them so much pain that they're constantly wanting to uh, work towards it, save towards it, and, 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 and um, risk their life for it, right? So just like you would go in and say, change uh, a nobody loves me setting, or I am not allowed to take up any space setting, or uh, I deserve to be neglected, or I'm always getting in the way, or um, you're the reason your dad's not around, or uh, uh, you're the reason everything is wrong, or whatever it is that you would want to take out. In the same way, we would like to remove anything that gives you or would produce sabotage you know, behavior towards your fitness goals. So does this mean we now have to go through everything that's ever happened to us about how we look and how people have treated us because of how we look? No, we don't. All you got to do <laughs> is figure out what your programming about your looks is right now and just go look in the mirror because that's what it is. But take a real look in the mirror. Take an honest look in the mirror. Right? Is it where you want to be? If it's not where you want to be, realize that the reason you aren't where you want to be is because you are programmed to be somewhere else. And so what you do now is you spend 10 minutes. Like I said, we talk to the cybernetic settings in the language it knows. The, con the subconscious speaks in dreams and visuals. Visuals of great detail, actually, right? weird but dense detail right isn't that what dreams are like so what we want to do is we want to communicate back now you want to send a message over to the other side and the message you want to send is hey this is what I look like this is what I'm going to look like 
This is what I do look like. And how do you do that? You watch a little mini movie, like he says in Psycho-Cybernetics, except instead of watching yourself be wildly successful or wildly wealthy or wildly in love, you're watching just yourself within that movie of whatever else you're doing. And you're looking at how perfect, quote unquote, your version, how perfect you look. And you are concentrating on that figure coming towards you in all its perfection. And you are walking towards it. And it will turn around and you will step into it. And you will look at your hands and your feet and your legs. And you will look in the mirror and you will know that you are that perfect version of you. Okay? And you will do this for five minutes a day, every day for eight weeks. Now, when you first start doing this, you're going to get really depressed because when you do it and then that part of your brain that wants to keep you on the cybernetic setting is like, no, you don't. No, you don't look like that. That thing, that cybernetic setting, when it comes back to like snap you back in place, that's a sharp one. That's like getting cut with a razor every time because it's your looks, you know? Like when it's like, the people I love, love me. And your brain is like, no, they don't. Your mom didn't love you. Your dad didn't love you. You're like, ah, you know, but if you're like, I'm beautiful. Your brain's like, no, bitch, you're ugly. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh don't say that. <laughs> and the brain is going to really try. It's going to really, really, really try hard to keep you on the cybernetic settings when it comes to how you look, because it's one of the first things that gets in there. You see how they treat baby shy? You see that little, the new little one that Kim and Kanye have? You see how people treat her? She can't even hear properly yet. The kid's like half a day old. Every person in the world then already told her she's beautiful. What do you think she will be when she grows up? Come on now. Is it just genetic? Sure, maybe. Or... Maybe she grows up and she's not so pretty and she jumps on the first opportunity she gets to do whatever she needs to do to become it because she has no hangups about it. And she just goes and does it because you know what? I can do whatever I want. Right? So it's one of the first things that gets in there. We notice and are vocal about beauty from the beginning. It's the first thing we note about children. It's the first thing we say to the parents. At least it is in Desi culture. At least it is in Danish culture. At least it is in American culture. I don't know about other places. Uh, Maybe it's not. I've seen it in Arab culture. I've seen it in Persian culture. Uh, Wherever I've seen it, maybe the Japanese don't do it, actually. I don't know. Um, But it is the thing that we imprint very, very, very early. And it generally does not change as we get older because symmetry is obvious very young. Right? So it's a hard one to crack. And it's a minefield because, like I said, nobody wants to tackle that monster. That monster's got real, real sharp knives at the end of its whips. And you're going to get hit every time. 
And it's going to fucking hurt like hell. Because you're going to be like, no, but I watched the movie of myself. I was perfect. I was beautiful. And your mind's like, that's a lie. You're never going to look like that. How is that ever going to happen for you? You fucking loser. You're spending time every day imagining the fucking impossible. And you're like, oh, ever told me this would happen. (laughs) Yes, it will happen. And yes, you'll be all right. And yes, you still have to do it. I, you still have to do it because this, again, don't get mad at the system. It's just a machine. It's just doing what it's supposed to do. It's an effective and mean as fuck and has everything at its, you know, employ fucking AI disaster rule enforcing type of shit, Uranus, Saturnian energy machine. I get it, but it's still just a mechanism. Again, we can't kick the shit out of the fucking air conditioning because you don't like that it's stuck on 74 degrees. It's not its fault that you don't know how to change the fucking degrees. <laughs> you know, we're standing there talking to the machine going, I'm beautiful. The air conditioner's like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't care. What do you want? <laughs> you know, I think air conditioners have lives, man. <laughs> Um, so change the setting. Now, this particular air conditioner has like a lock on it, you know, like one of those school locks, you know, the locks on your locker that you turn it this way and that way. I love those. You know, it's so fun. I had my brother's lock from his high school. My older brother gave me his lock from his high school because we're four years apart. So when he was leaving to go to college, I was going to high school and he was like, here, you could have my lock. And it was like a, a lock from like a certain like all boys high school that all the girls like knew about. And they were like, oh my God. <laughs> I always had the cool shit. Um, you see? You see that? Do you hear that? That's cybernetic. You hear that, right? That's exa- that's exactly it. So how do we open the lock to get to the settings buttons on this fucking air conditioner? Climate control machine thing in our brain that's making us look. Take, make no mistake. This is what I mean about abundance. These cybernetic systems are not just creating your construct. You have to remember, you are also a creation of the construct. The you that's you right now is not you. This is like a really good hap suit. You get that, right? This podcast, me, the channel, you get this is like technical support, right? Remember in Vanilla Sky when he's like running and he finally fucking gets that he's in the simulation and he's like, technical support, technical support, like fuck, get me out of this fucking machine, right? Okay, so you're in a hap suit. Does that make you feel like you're going crazy? Maybe a little bit. Don't let it. That's why the hologram is so, uh, let's say, compelling, realistic. Uh, what does that even mean? Uh, that's why it's so convincing. Okay, better word. Because otherwise you'd go nuts, right? Uh, the way the Quran puts it is that God told the soul essentially a piece of, you know, a drop of divinity, a drop of itself, you know, go get in that body made of clay. And the soul was like, absolutely not. (laughs) It's dark in there. And like, what's going on anyway? Like, I don't think so. (laughs) 
And God was like, come on, like, if you, I'm going to take you back out. Like, I'm not going to leave you in there. Like, this is an experiment. Come on, homie. Like, go jump in the half suit and let's see, like, go walk around and see what happens. You know, let's figure it out. Let's figure out the mysteries, you know? And the soul was like, oh, okay. Like, the kicks, huh? For the kicks. Let's go do it for the fucking kicks, you know? And, and, and we're here doing it for the fucking kicks. But like it wouldn't be the kicks and we wouldn't have the funds if we were like the whole time aware. That's why virtual reality is fun or whatever until you like go to like reload the fucking shotgun to shoot the zombie's head off and you hit your arm on the fucking thing. And you're like, ah, right. I forgot. We're not actually fighting zombies. I'm standing in a Copenhagen window looking like a fucking asshole. Uh, Gotcha. So (laughs) this particular simulation this particular construct is very convincing nothing to hit your elbows on right unless you start reading like a lot of Kierkegaard then you're gonna start hitting your elbows against all the fucking sides of the construct and be like let me out let me out but the Danes have a tendency to do that um I think it's these big wide expanses that they look out on it allows them to think very big um, I've read some Kierkegaard that I'm still like, it's taken me years to be like, yeah, my brain, like I try to go back to him. My brain's like, nope, still working on that. I'm like, yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's like, no, that sponge is full. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Come back in 10 years. Um, but, but I think it's also because he's so theology based and I really, really enjoy the depth that comes with, uh, religious philosophy. Anyway, so off the point, regardless, you're part of the construct, right? This is a really sophisticated hap suit that sends uh, messages, feelings to your inner thing, soul, piece of divinity, transistor, fractal, hologram receiver, whatever the fuck you want to call it, bro. It sends all the messages, all the sensations, all the things to it, but that thing has its own sense, okay? That thing that is listening right now to me describing your hapsuit, that thing that is identifying with what I'm saying, that's you. The you who is looking at you is you. You get that? Okay, so if the you that is looking at you is you, you get that? Are we, are we clear on that? So look at your body. Look at your body. The thing right now that is observing your body is you. The body you are observing is not you. It is a part of the construct like everything else in the construct that feels real and alive and functioning and dimensional four-dimensional right that but it is not you and it is not any different from the amount of money coming in the way the sunset looks what anything anything the construct is throwing up at you it's not any different so first of all get clear on that right because sometimes you can like attract all types of stuff into your life because you understand very clearly that the construct is out there 
What the fuck is out there? This is out there, Holmes. This is it. We out here. Yes, this is the out there. You, yes, you got convinced to be put in a fucking hap suit, fucking AI, biological AI, and like shot into fucking space. We are out here. This is it. This is it. Okay? And here we are constructing on the edge of space. You ever see kids uh, uh, build in Minecraft or in Fortnite? See how good they are at it? Because we're doing that shit all the time. Right? Subquantum level? We're doing this all the time. That's why the body reacts to things before they happen when you test it. Because it constructed it before it could fucking experience it. What the fuck? That's easy enough. So, your body is also being constructed by you. Which means you can change it. It's generally hard to change whatever uh, messages we have about what the body and what the face look like. Because so many people have been treating us a certain fucking way. And it's because of it and it gets reinforced to us over and over again like my father always tells me whenever a new guy comes into my life my dad's like you know it's always the most beautiful goat that gets bought to be sacrificed first i'm like yo why do you always say the same shit to me he's like because people are compelled by beauty they don't even know what they're doing like just because these guys act crazy like they don't know what they're doing they don't even know you they don't you know what i mean like they're just going crazy cuz like they're looking at you and they're like lost like everyone is compelled by beauty is what is what his thing is cuz like it does kind of make sense right like why are you going to why do you and and he says like the most beautiful goat uh, or the most beautiful lamb, or the most beautiful whatever the fuck, um, it's always like priced way higher and always bought first. Because and I'm like, but you're gonna kill it anyway. And he's like, well, exactly. But even the thing you're gonna kill, like you want it to be the best. Ugh, fucking Libra Scorpio cusp. What the hell am I surrounded by? What kind of fucking logic is this? But he's right. But he's absolutely right. So. This thing about how you look or what you look like has been reinforced to you for so long by every single person's micro behaviors all around you that you don't even know how cemented it is your personality. You try to work out your way out of that or 30 day challenge your way out of that. You're fucked because what you're going to end up doing is you're probably going to end up losing a little weight and then the backlash that the cybernetic system is going to fucking throw at you is going to be so harsh that you end up probably like gaining the weight back and gaining more because you're so emotionally fucking wrecked now because you're bought your fucking brain's been beating the shit out of you for even trying to change that one you know what i mean and then people start treating you different when you lose weight and you're like oh fuck and then it's like really starts fucking with your settings because it's like you got another setting in there because of how you look that's like people treat me this way or people treat me that way and then when that one starts to get fucked with then the settings are like oh fuck now she's trying to fuck with two fucking major settings nah bro so it will it'll go fucking ham on you and it'll be vigilant and it will not let up until people start treating you bad again or ignoring you or however they were doing before and you look the way you used to and then it'll calm down and be like ah bliss everything all my all my work is done (laughs) i had a checklist and i got everything done (laughs) 
great. <laughs> and then it's like very satisfied with itself. Meanwhile, you've now lost the weight, gained it back, hate yourself even more because now you know you're capable of doing it. So now you really must be a piece of shit because you did it but couldn't keep it off which is even fucking worse, which means you have no fucking self-control is what it means. So now you're like double shunned by society. Meanwhile, it's all bullshit. You didn't do anything wrong. This shit doesn't work. You can't fucking change your settings that way. You can't stand there in front of the fucking air conditioner and do a dance and all of a sudden it's going to understand that you want it at 76 degrees. You could dance for the rest of your fucking life. That shit ain't going to change. You can't dance your way into a lock. What the fuck? No, you got to get in there and do the ugly work. You got to do the ugly cry. You're going to step into the beautiful body and your subconscious is going to go, you're never going to have that face. And you're going to go, it's true. And then you're going to do it again. And your subconscious is going to go, and you'll never have those boobs. And you're going to go, oh my God, you're right. And you're going to do it again. And you're going to keep doing it regardless of what your brain throws up at you because you're trying to make a fucking point make it healthy. I'm not going to say make it realistic because honestly, in today's society, that's like anything. Have you seen what the fuck they're doing in South Korea? Make it whatever the fuck you want, bitch. Live your fucking life, bitch. How about that? Make it look however the fuck you want. You know what these fucking 20 something year olds are calling me on Instagram? This fucking waifu shit. I had to look up what fucking waifu was because I've like actually met guys too who are like, damn, you, you like, you hella waifu. And I'm like, what the fuck is waifu? Like what, what type of hentai fucked up shit are you saying to me right now? Turns out that it means like someone who looks like anime or manga. And like, you know, these guys, they watch these fucking cartoons and they get so into these girls because the girls are drawn to be like very sexy and very appealing or whatever. So like this waifu thing is like a term, right? Like it's like girls who look like the characters in manga and like they all have like certain features, right? Um, Like physical feature, whatever, whatever. It's like hella sexy, actually. So like maybe that's your thing. You know what I mean? Because like one of the people I talked to was like, don't even front like you don't look like that. And I was like, no, actually, my younger brother looks so much like anime. Like it's like, yeah, totally. Like it's I've heard that before. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe that's your thing. You know, those amazing makeup artist girls that like make themselves look like anime. Maybe that's your thing. Who fucking cares is my point. Whatever makes you happy. Imagine yourself for five minutes looking that way, living your best life, being beautiful, smiling, all the things. That person walks up to you, gives you a huge fucking hug, turns around, you step into the new hap suit. You can create a new hap suit. You can create a new skin. You can create a new hap suit. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? But you have to show your cybernetic system within the language it understands, which is what? It's not just audio-visual, okay? It's audio, well, not so much audio, but you can make it so, but visual. But even that's not what it is. Even that is only to produce a feeling. You don't have dreams to remember the details generally. The dreams are constructed the way they are to leave you with a certain type of feeling. That feeling is the message. You have to give the messages back in the same way. You use the visuals to create a feeling. So you're feeling amazing because you're standing in the perfect body and you're your perfect self, whatever the fuck that means. And you're feeling hella fucking good. And you send that 
that feeling, that's what's going to get through the filter. That's what's going to open the lock. And when you open the lock and what gets in there is, look at me, I feel fucking amazing. Look at my face. Look at my legs. Look at my weight. Look at my... The, the cybernetic system is like, got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Because that's what it needs to open. It's the feeling. And what kind of feeling does it need to open? Honestly, any feeling that's compelling enough. That's how the first settings got in there. Somebody made you feel a certain type of way over and over and over again. Or they made you feel a certain type of way once, but they did it so dirty that it just, boom, the lock opened, the thing got scribbled down, like noted, noted, motherfucker, noted. And that was it. You know, and you're walking around for like three years, wandering around going, what the fuck happened to me? Bitch, your settings. <laughs> this motherfucker changed your settings is what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, mm-mm. So you got to do the same thing for your looks and use your good moments like Maxwell Malt says use those moments where you were looking fly and the outfit you love and the thing you really see that you're like you know when I get to that point I'm gonna wear that and you have to keep at it and keep at it and keep at it and and maybe it'll take you know three six months maybe maybe but what you'll notice in the meantime is sustained change that you don't loop back from Because the thing is, you can't be trying to lose weight, bro. That's not going to work. You can't be trying to starve yourself. That's not going to work. You could be healthy and not want to die from like, you know, all the disease and poison or whatever. I salute you. That's cool. You should definitely, everyone should do that. But like losing weight doesn't work. Trying to get skinny doesn't work. You have to show yourself a different version of you. And then you let your subconscious adjust its behavior. You can't adjust your behavior. Y'all got to stop thinking that that's the way. Because then when you can't handle it and your behavior just goes ahead and does whatever the fuck it wants anyway, you take it out on yourself. And you get mad at yourself. Which I don't know if you've noticed this about me, but I never do that shit. The only times I've gotten mad at myself, and it's funny, maybe I never do it because when I get mad at myself, like I never forgive. Um, I think it's one time that I got mad at myself for something that I said to Baba and mm, that might be it. Yeah, I was really disappointed in myself. That might be it. But I don't do this like, oh my God, I did this. I'm such a bad person or oh my God, this happened. I'm so mad at my, fuck you. Like whatever, I did what I did. You know, (laughs) like I did what I did is the thing. (laughs) (laughs) But also, again, listen, your people are always reading right off their fucking cybernetic list. Don't you, aren't you so happy that we have this vocabulary now so we can like really understand each other? People are reading off their fucking list all the time. That's one of the things on my list because that's what my dad is like. I said what I said. Period. What? What? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Or like I would say something as a kid and he would just stand there behind me and people would be like, what'd you say? And I'd be like, and she, and he'd be like, she said what she said. Like what? <laughs> you didn't hear her? You want to say it again or you want me to repeat it? What's up? What's good? You know? And you're like, <laughs> right? So how do you, how do you know? 
how do you know what settings to change? Well, you know that you want to change some of the ones that have to do with your physical appearance. Even if you just need to get in there that you love the way you look right now. Maybe it's just that simple, right? Maybe it's just as simple as being like, you know, I love the way I look right now. And then from there, you can do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to. Because you're not being compelled by anything to, to compensate for, right? So let me tie this back around so it makes some like anecdotal sense. That now that we know that anecdotal stuff is really how we learn. Thus, you know, why every religion has these allegorical stories. Um, why does it seem like in my life there has been this like pattern of men who just seem very devoted, right? I think that one of the things that got in there pretty early on my list was just that my dad was always around and he was around a lot more than my mom and he seemed to care a lot more than she did or he was more, he had more of a language of caring than she did because she wasn't raised with any. Um, So she just didn't know it. You know, she didn't know like maternal love. So she didn't know how to give it. She never fucking experienced it. Um, Like she knows how to like love her soldiers and she knows how to love her, you know, people that work for her and she knows how to love, uh, she doesn't really love animals. She doesn't really fuck with animals. She's like, oh, look, an animal. Um, (laughs) But like the thing that got in there really early was that my, my dad was really around all the time and was super cool and the one who took care of me and the one, like, I think I said this before, my earliest memories of anything is my dad just cutting fruit, like just cutting fruit all the time, always cutting fruit, always, always cutting vegetables, cutting fruit, cutting radishes, cutting this, cutting that, eat this, eat this, eat this, eat this. And I was just like, oh my God, like that's all I remember from being like super, super, super little. Um, And so one of the things that I think got on there on that list is just that, you know, you are worthy of, uh, yeah, you are worthy of devotion. You are worthy of trust. You are worthy of attention. You are worthy of surrender. You know, like I can do all this for you without wondering if I'll get it back. Like my dad never treated me that way because he wanted something from me. He's never asked, you know, anything of me never did you know so like that like him coming out in the hallway and like laying in my lap was just another reinforcement to me of like a really strong person who actually reminds me a lot of my dad um just being very like loving and open and surrendering you know like I'm gonna show you my weak side I'm gonna show you my soft side and I think that that's one of the things on my on my list is like really tough um, guys who feel like they have like the weight of the world on their shoulders and they have a lot of responsibility and they're alphas, you know, like very successful, mashallah. They feel like they can show me their weakness, you know, um, because, because I think one of the things also that I have on my list is that I'm as strong as you are. You know, that my gender doesn't make me any weaker. Um, So as we start to unravel the way we look, we further unravel the even deeper beliefs that we have about ourselves 
maybe in relation to men, maybe in relation to women, maybe in relation to attractive men. You know, it just, the list just goes on and on. Once you go down this rabbit hole, you can spend your life finding out more and more and more, not about yourself, but also about yourself in relation to others and how they are. And it just becomes this fascinating, never-ending journey, you know, of learning, um, which is essentially what we're doing here after all. And it is really the only way to escape the screaming despair of being in the hap suit, you know, because otherwise this, this can, you have met people who very much consider this life a prison, And it's because when this construct, this game console, this particular platform, this tech is not used properly, it does not look kindly on that which is not an addition to the system. It it loses use for you. And when you are not a vibrational of vibrational use in one direction, you become of vibrational use in the other direction, which is, of course, what will happen because we need people on the other side to balance things out. But if you find yourself on the other side, just a weight, a counterweight, uh, you might want to jump ship and come over here because we all got to live on this balanced you know, in this balanced construct. And I get that, but I don't really see what the point is of being on the other side. You know, um, I can see how you can end up there. But if this is the game, I don't know. That's like walking by a room with a big red button in the room and it says, you know, play the game and you're just going to walk by and not play the game. Fuck that. I'm going in and playing the fucking game. You know, like, I want to play the game. And you're in the game and you don't want to play the game. That's confusing as shit. I think we talked about this last week, too. That's confusing as shit. Not owning your life is standing in the middle of the fucking construct and complaining about it. Dude, it's a game. Build. If you were playing Fortnite with a kid and you said, well, I wish there was a bridge here or I wish there was a thing I could get on top of and shoot these people, the kid would look at you and go, why don't you fucking build it then? What the fuck? Don't you get the rules? You can build shit here. Same. If you're standing in the middle of your construct going, everything fucking sucks, well, build something different then. How about you start with undoing the scaffolding, the emotional scaffolding in your mind? The construct is held up by your emotionally scaffolding. Your emotional nuts and bolts of how you're walking around, being compelled and feeling day and night are constantly producing and undoing and producing what you're seeing before your eyes, the opportunities that are coming to you, what you see when you look in the mirror. It is your everyday feelings and your subconscious feelings that run very deep about who you are and what you are and what you're allowed to have that are the emotional scaffolding on which this construct is hanging and changing shape and form and color all the time. When that scaffolding changes, this will change. How do you change your mood? By imagining something different. This is why we watch movies. This is why we listen to music. This is why we like things that take us away. Because instinctively, we know that when we come back, we will have changed our reality. Sleep on it, people will say. I'll think about this after I get high, people will say. Let's have a drink, people will say. Because they know I'm in an emotional pit at the moment and what I'm doing is just going to give me more of the same. So let's change this vibe around, right? I don't want to talk about it. 
right? And we go, well, why don't you want to talk about it? And the person's going, because I don't want to fucking reinforce it. Well, you don't share anything with me. This is not something we need to perpetuate. I don't want to share this with you. This is not about privacy or not sharing or sharing or openness or transparency. This is about not wanting to produce the same fucking thing that I'm so annoyed by. Why would I keep speaking it into existence? Stop fucking asking me. And the person's going to go, oh, this is exactly what I was telling my friends about you. <laughs> you never say how you feel. <laughs> Can you see why I can't be in a relationship with a woman? Because <laughs> that, that, seriously, like that's the type of answers I give to questions like that. Like, I can't. I can't tell you what the fuck is wrong. <laughs> Stop asking me. Jesus Christ. See, just thinking about it is like irritating me. Oh my God. I'm so difficult though. Like I just be, the, literally, I just be difficult for no reason though. Because it's like a lock and a key type of thing, you know? Like I'm a very specific lock. If you don't have a very specific key, stop trying. Just don't even ask me anything. That's why I get so irritated when people hit on me. Stop. Why you even thought you could hit on me? Ew. Stop it. Or like, oh, I'm so in love with you or whatever. Um, why? Because <laughs> I was nice to you? Y'all need a hobby. I'm serious. Like, you don't even know anything about me. How can you be in love with me? Like, guys are funny to me. It's just all nonsense to me. None of that shit works with me. I've never been compelled by that. You know, and now after hearing my stories, you can see why not. Like, you got to be, like, devoted, fly, alpha, all these things, and only have eyes for me and pay all the attentions. And everybody else has to want you, and you want me. And then I'm like, okay, you have my attention. Hi. <laughs> and that's, like, what, one in every, like, six billion people or something? Like, it's like, you know, and other than that, it's just like, no. And that's the setting. And you know what happens when you have a setting like that? it's like there's like a whole segment of the population who would just stop approaching you and will just leave you alone and if you like if they're like friends even say to them yo go talk to that girl they're like i can't talk to her damn right no you can't (laughs) you can make that one of your settings just like you know those girls who have that setting who like they're like everybody wants to talk to me all types of guys are attracted to me they're always trying to talk to me guys are always in my hair there aren't those girls always surrounded by guys because they're speaking it into existence same same i'll come back and do like a little like 20 minute wrap up so it'll be like a minute 20 a few seconds before we cut out here um yo uh roll them if you got them smoke them if you got them take a water break please you know there's gonna be a little interlude maybe i'll put a little chicka chicka music thing i don't know i don't think i should start doing stupid shit like that um i just i just be watching joe budden do shit like that and i'm like you're such a fucking idiot but then like i'm also like you're such a fucking lovable idiot but you're still such a fucking idiot i'm just glad that he's not just doing state of the culture because if he was just doing state of the culture he'd been sold out the podcast actually keeping him pretty honest by which i mean mall mall is and and rory and rory are keeping him honest anyway um okay so i'm gonna just come back in a second blaze relax put your feet up because it's just a wrap up
Okay, see you in a minute. Okay, so in conclusion, just to wrap up, because it's such a sensitive subject. When your mind starts to play these games with you, one of the ways that you can be really productive during the healing, if you want to go for extra points, you can begin to also do the more philosophical work of realizing that no matter what your mind throws up in terms of how you look and how people treat you because of it, to reinforce the settings, but nonetheless, no matter what it throws up, it's a good time to start doing the work of letting go. Double points. Because you'll start to see the vanity and how it can eat at you. And so you can be very enthusiastic about your looks and very into keeping yourself and maintaining yourself and being happy and all the different things that go into a youthful a youthful lifestyle. You know, like I said to my son the other day, um, I'm glad you're going to be a teenager soon. It'll be fun to have another one around. You know, like <laughs> I've never met teenagers I didn't get along with. <laughs> they're fun as shit um they get you they're pretty honest you know like they get it they seem pretty cool to me um and they don't like bullshit and they don't like people who are like hung up on old ideas and you know they're always like I don't know like they're not afraid of change and they're not afraid of new stuff and they're just cool <laughs> um so when your mind starts to throw up all these weird societal sharp edges, you know, um, it could be a good time to do the additional work of, well, I don't fucking care. I want this better setting just because I want it, not because I think it's better, just because I want it. So the fact that you're telling me I'm not good enough right now I'm not going to play into that and say, well, when I'm like that, I'll be better. I won't be better. That's just what I prefer, okay? And I would even go so far as to say that until you get there, I don't think it'll actually change. I don't think you can change things out of vanity. I don't think it's a strong enough uh, state of being. I think it's quite limited and weak, actually. Have you ever noticed that about like truly vain people that they're just, they're not substantive at all? There's nothing to talk about. That's always the thing that gets me um, about like meeting people who are really sophisticated. I love when you come across people who are really put together, but they're also really smart and they also have their shit together and they're also really, you know, and you're like, yes, yes. Because most people that you meet where you can tell that they spend a lot of time on their appearance, um, vanity is such an empty, energetically is so empty that it's vacuous. And I think it eats up your time and it eats up your space and it eats up your income and um, you know, if you're around someone who, who is gauging how good or not good they are based on looks, it'll consume your life. And then if you're around someone who's consumed, their life is consumed by it. They don't mean to be boring, but it's all they're ever going to talk about. Of course, because they're consumed. 
you know? Um, and so there's not a lot of like growth with vanity, with that energy. There's not, there's not more, uh, much space to spiral up, if you will. But if you're not playing the game, if you're stepping out of this is better, this is worse to like, I really, that's what I mean about like anime, you know, like, cause I don't like the options out here. I don't. I don't like the options of, you know, you have to be this or that. Like, it's like a big thing. Like, if you have, like, skinny legs and a big ass, that means it looks like you got your ass done. And that's, like, so bad and it looks so terrible. And, you know, and um, you know that's unfortunate because I have skinny legs and a big ass. <laughs> I'm not sure. what I'm not sure how that happened, but I do. So, like... <laughs> You know, like I, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not really into the options that we have been given. And so that's why, that's why I mean, like the waifu thing was like a way out for me, you know, uh, can I just instead aspire to look like a cartoon character? Because I'm much more comfortable with that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm built that way anyway. Perfect. Job done. Great. You know, like, <laughs> Uh, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be any more better than, less than, like the magazine, like the porn, not like the porn, like this, like that, whatever you want to be, but that you wanting to be can't be based on vanity. It can't be based on what you think other people want you to be. Remember that will never get that locked box open. That will never get the settings to change because your intentionality matters. You don't want to get in there and change what you look like so people will like you more because the thing the top of that list should be that people love you no matter what. So you're not changing anything about how you look so people will like you more. You just want to look a different way just because you do. Or maybe you don't want to look a different way. Maybe you just want to go in there and change it to I like the way I look right now, period. It doesn't matter. But as long as your intentionality is, I'm doing this because I want to, not because I'm compelled to, not because someone is pushing me to, not because, you know, whatever it is, like not because of that, because I feel like it. Nobody wants me to look more like an anime character. I think that would probably like freak guys out, but I'm so into it. Like, I'm so hella going for it. Like, I didn't even realize how much I was already there, but I'm just going full into it now. I love it. You know what I mean? Like, because I like it. I just like it. Whatever. (laughs) I like it. You know, like, it's not because I want this or that or I don't want anything. It has nothing to do with my want. I just like it. It's just fun. You know, you don't surf because you want to get wet. Just because it's fun, right? I mean, you don't surf to get from one place to another. It's not fucking travel. It's just fun. And the reason the Polynesians came up with something fun is because they had so much abundance. They had so much fucking abundance. They had so much food and so little war and so little sickness and so little crime and so much fucking happiness and all their needs were provided for that they were like, fuck, we're so happy and we have all this time and and all these fucking waves. <laughs> Let's have some fucking fun with all this time and all these waves and just fucking bounce around and slide around on them and jump around on them and like just fucking 
Be like the fucking dolphin and live life, Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, like, like, that's it. That's it. Like, I don't, I don't want to look more fucking waifu just because like some fucking guy will be like, oh, you're hot. Fuck you. That's what, that's what I was ranting about before. Yo, you guys think that's weird? That shit pisses me off so much. Like when guys like try to fucking talk to me, it makes me so mad. I don't know why. Like I get so irrationally angry. I just don't feel like guys know how to like approach me properly. Because there's no proper approach. Any way you try to talk to me, I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. Get away from me. (laughs) I don't know why. Like I've been thinking about it recently. Like I just don't know why. There's no proper approach. And then like some guys, you tell them no and they completely freak the fuck out. Like they're going to like die or something. And like that never fucking works either. That shit is like the quickest way to like end your life with me. Like if you say some shit to me like, oh my God, I'll kill myself. Like I'm definitely the type of person who'd be like, okay, well, that denotes something much deeper than anything that has anything to do with me. So good day, sir. <laughs> good day. Um, you know, like that, that's not going to happen. You, you can take that train all by yourself. Um, Cause like romance and all this shit, like whatever people have it in their head, like it's so important. It's so valuable. It's so cute. It's so this, not compared to your life, bitch. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It's not cute at all. Like that crazy shit is only cute. If you, like I said, let me just say it again. The crazy shit is only cute. If you fit all the other fucking requirements, you can't be out here fucking dusty, like fucked up in the head not knowing what the fuck is going on and then try to be like psycho like no no you're doing it all wrong no you haven't hit any marks and now you needy and crazy fuck out of here this is not twilight you know what i'm saying fam you are not a vampire i am not bella we are not tied together for eternity on some shit just because like you liked a video or some shit you know what i'm saying no i'm just being real like or like some dude who just liked like a selfie of yours on instagram and now he fucking won't stop hounding you like dudes just be in their feelings dudes be on that drake shit so much and i'm just like i'm over here looking at my girlfriends like you be in your feelings like this she's like bitch no Bitch, no, I don't get in my field. Like, we, like, guys will make fun of us because they'll, like, do shit, like, hang us out of windows and blow our minds and then be like, she was in her feelings. But you be in your feelings after me posting a picture. Wait a minute. I be in my feelings when you literally, like, legitimately, like, put my life in danger, okay? But you be in your feelings about a, a, a photo. Who's, who's dramatic, who be in their feelings? I'm telling you, these men are so much more emotional than women are. They're so, like, they'll get wrapped up in some fantasy shit. Because think about all the shit they're exposed to. It's all, like, fantasy, right? Porn is fantasy, right? The Japanese shit is all fantasy. The video games are all fantasy. Like, they they fantasize a lot, right? So they'll, like, take any little, like, crumb and they'll fantasize the fuck out of it. So if you like post a picture and you just like have the slightest suggestion of something, this motherfucker's mind is going to go left because he's used to fantasizing about everything. His whole life consists of trying to get out of the fucking hap suit. You know what I mean? Because men are like, again, men are very practical. They're like, hap suit, huh? 
Hapsuit to experience shit? Huh. Let's experience some shit. Oh, this Hapsuit's boring. Let me put on a digital one. Let me take this one step further. Let me be even more aggressive about the simulation. Let me do a simulation in a simulation. What are you doing? Fuck off. I'm playing a video game. Stop. I'm in a fucking simulation with my friends. We're in the simulation and we're talking to each other at the same time. Fuck off. Leave me alone. (laughs) And women are like, what is this? Don't you want to talk to me and be around real life people? And he's looking at you like, this is also a simulation. (laughs) The one I'm in, I get to have a flaming jack-o'-lantern head if I want and shoot people with my friends. Okay, so like calm down and and go do whatever the fuck it is that you like to do in your fucking hap suit, you know? So, <laughs> they're very emotional is what I'm saying because they go all in with the things. And so they're like, oh, experience the things? Okay, come on, let's experience the things. You know, testosterone makes you bold, right? It's a chemical makeup thing. Testosterone makes you bold. So, it's 427, by the way. Where you at? Um, so, having said that, now I'm all like flustered and confused and don't know where my shit is because I said it's 420. Yeah, I've completely lost track of where my shit is. Nope, nowhere to be found. And you know, the thing, the lighter and the thing is always in the same place together. So when you lose one, you've lost both. Fantastic. It's right here somewhere. Obviously, obviously. Anyway, so having said that, you now can affect some really big change in your life. Not just how much you got, how you get it, where you spend it, who you spend it with. But how you look spending it, bitch. Yes, you also have control over that. As long as you remember that it's all coming from the same source. And all you have to do to vibe with that source is say, Hey, source, I'm so happy that you're, you know, me. And that we're doing this together. I'm cool. I'm cool with it. There's a few things that I would like to, you know, put out there. Like this, 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 and this. I'll show you a little movie about it later. So you'll know exactly what it is that I was wanting. And uh, maybe we can do it again tomorrow. And the universe can be like, okay, come back tomorrow. Keep going. No matter what your, no matter what your settings say, keep going. Because it's rooting for you. You know, I'm rooting for you. You, the, the, the little drop of divinity within you is rooting for you. We're all on the same side, you know. Um... And even your cybernetic system, remember this, is rooting for you. It also wants you to win. And remember, it will work just as hard to keep you at, I'm the shit, I'm amazing looking. The only type of guys that come into my life are the best of the best of the best. And that's it. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, whatever you get comfortable with, whatever you want to be, whatever you think is good for your soul right now, honey, maybe that's a 24-year-old Taurus. I don't know. Who knows? 
Who knows? I'm not. Listen, don't pin that on me. Don't pin that on me because you know Scorpio's real suspicious. Don't pin that shit on me. I, that's an example of I don't know who. This is just off the top of my head example. It could be a, you know, 30 year old Pisces. I don't know. You don't, when you do the work of realizing that nothing is better or less than, which is ultimately you do psycho cybernetics, you go into Taoism, you practice Tai Chi, you fall deeply into any of the major religions, you're going to come up with the same fucking thing. Nothing and nobody is better than anybody else. It is a balance and we are equal. And when you get that and you hit that sweet spot on the trampoline and you jump up, you can take any form you like. That's the secret. And you can rejuvenate that form and recreate it whenever you like. That's what Maxwell Maltz figured out from being a plastic surgeon all those years. That's why he wrote Psycho-Cybernetics. Because he realized no matter how many times he cut people's faces up, they still looked the way they thought they looked. He was like, holy shit, what type of voodoo do you do? Because, <laughs> bitch, I done cut your nose up fucking five times already. Why you still look like this? Because that bitch is convinced that she has a big nose. Because people have been telling her her whole life, you got a big nose and your nose stops gro- never stops growing. So they cut it up. That shit grows back. Bitch. I'm serious. <laughs> Ooh, this is what I'm saying. You got to change the setting. And you can't change it like, I got a big nose, everybody hates me, this is bad, and everyone is better than me. That's just never going to work, because look how much judgment is involved. What type of vibe are you trying to manifest from? You can't manifest anything from that judgy, fucked up, better than the other person, elitist vibe. You can't do that. You can say, it doesn't fucking matter what the fuck I look like, I'm just like everybody else. Anyway... Let me go do my visualization. I look like this and like this and like this because I want to. Boom. Anytime anyone asks me why I'm doing something, I always have the exact same response because I want to. But why are you doing that? Because I want to. That's it. Why do you do shit? Oh, because of this and this and this. Okay, well, I feel sorry for you. (laughs) The fuck kind of response do you want from me? That's why you do shit, because of this and this and this and this. Yeah, okay, well, I don't, I don't do shit for those reasons. Oh, you only do shit you want to do. Yes. Yes. Yes, I only do shit I want to do. Yes. And I don't do it until I want to do it. Yes. But you have to set yourself up. To be able to do shit like that. First of all, you got to reinforce that in your surroundings. You got to have the cybernetic system and the settings that tell you that you have X amount of this and X amount of that. So you can subconsciously start working towards that. So you can be in a position where you can say, I only do what I want to. You see what I'm saying? Like you can't just look at the end result of where someone is and be like, oh, well, that person's saying this. So this is the way to get there. Nah, there's a lot of steps between, oh shit, I have a cybernetic system the fuck to I only do what I want there's a there's a huge gap 
of learning and inner work and changing, you know, you're going to change the settings and then you're going to realize once the settings start changing that some of those settings you want to go back and revise again. And you're going to revise them and you're going to change those settings. And then you're going to realize something else that there's like this whole other hidden setting that you didn't even realize was there. And you're like, oh shit, now you're changing that one. And yes, as you're doing all this, your subconscious is giving directions to your physical body and changing your habitual behavior all the time. And your micro behavior is changing the way you smile at people, the way you look at people, the lilt in your voice, the tone of your voice, the way you laugh, the way you're dressing everything, the way you're moving, the way you're driving, the way you're spending money, everything is silently, secretly being readjusted to match that new thing. And when you get to that, you'll probably be like, huh, you know what I could do? I could fine tune it this way, or I could tweak it that way, or maybe that's just me and my Virgo moon. But I'm assuming that anyone who is following along and a part of this crew is someone who wants to keep getting better, wants to keep evolving, wants to be the best version of themselves and and keep creating that new even better standard that's the way aries do it that's the way gemini does it that's the way that's the way that's all i know is that air and fire you know and and cardinal cancer is just like cardinal cancer ascendant first house like what the fuck what the fuck like just do it let's just fucking do it and if you're gonna fucking do it you will within a year year and a half inshallah you will be at the point where you will be able to say no i only do what the fuck i want to do and you will be able to mean it because in the meantime the settings you have changed the commitments you have made the people you have let go of because the thing is once your cybernetic system changes it's really easy to let go of people it's really easy to be celibate it's really easy to commit it's really easy to not commit it's really easy to do anything you want to do when you have the proper settings you know what I'm saying? Like n- none of these things become difficult then. You you can be uh, it, you can't be committed to the wrong person when your settings are healthy. If your setting is the people I love love me back and you love someone and they don't love you back, you'll stop loving them because it won't agree with your settings. And when that person tries to mistreat you, if one of your settings is no one is allowed to mistreat me, the second someone mistreats you, you'll be like, okay, pause. You can get the fuck out and your heart won't play this weird trick on you where it'll keep reminding you of that person and being like, oh, shouldn't we call that person? Shouldn't we tell No, because you don't have the setting that says I love people who mistreat me. That's what would make you call that person. That's what would make you want to text that person. But because you don't have that setting anymore, when they do that to you and you kick them the fuck out, when they actually try to get back to you, you're like, nah, (laughs) I'm not even in a little bit interested. Oh, have you been thinking about me? Not at all. Not at all. And you mean it. Because you're not, you don't have one of the things on your list being I'm attached to people who treat me like shit. Because the guy that treated you like shit, if you're still thinking about him and you can't get over him and he's still on your mind and you're still thinking about, should I text him? The only reason you're doing that is because one of the things on your list is the men I love treat me like shit. Or the people I am romantically interested in treat me like shit. Now, how it got there, why it got there, when it got there, that's a much longer conversation. But of course you have settings about partners, just like you have settings about your weight, just like you have settings about your looks, just like you have settings about how much money you're allowed to make. You know, it's like that story Bob Proctor tells. There's this guy, they put him in a a client-rich environment, could have made, you know, 100,000, made 5,000. Put him in an environment where you couldn't make a fucking dime, he made 5,000. (laughs) 
When he was in the environment that was rich, client rich, he could have made 100000 As soon as he made 5000 he got sick. Didn't get well for the rest of the year. When they put him in the environment where you couldn't make a cent, he worked harder than anyone because he knew in his mind that he was a 5000 man. That's it. <laughs> and his subconscious made sure that's exactly what the fuck he earned. So you have these settings about everything. So if you're yearning for somebody who treats you like shit, well, that's because one of your settings is the people I love treat me like shit. If you're yearning for someone who has really, really strong morals and does the right thing and, you know, that's one of your settings. One of your settings is I'm really attracted to people or the people, I love people who are good people and they love me, right? You, you have a choice in your feelings. Your feelings are based on your settings, although your feelings can also change your settings. You see, it's that symbol of the arrow and then the thing coming back around and the arrow, it feeds into itself. The feelings can change the settings, but until the feelings change the settings, the settings are controlling the feelings. Ah, which is why, da-da-da, technical support. Hey, what's up? What's up? Should we do a little role play? Should we do a little role play technical support? Okay, blaze, because this is going to get weird. AI shit. Ready? Take a second, take a second, deep breath. Welcome. Welcome to your technical support call. Hi, my name is Amber. I'll be your technical support specialist tonight. Can I ask what is your question? So, this is the thing, fam. This construct is based on your feelings, but your feelings are controlled by some rules. When you try to change the rules, the feelings are going to work against you, but you have to make them work for you. They're magic, or what you think is magic. The feelings are magic, and they create the construct. Sex is concentrated magic, and it can really fuck with the construct. And it can fuck with your soul. So be careful. And when the construct starts fucking with you, you need to unplug, recharge from source. Get your new downloads. And then you can go back to manifesting and creating your reality. But if you don't unplug and recharge, you're going to run out. Once you run out of battery, you get thrown around on the waves of everybody else's construct who's charged up. And their construct doesn't give a fuck about you. So you're leaving yourself open to whatever's out here. So that recharge is probably the most important thing you can do. Do you want to fill that recharge time with just feelings about other people? Or do you want to consciously spend that recharge time focusing on yourself? Maybe imagining 
a version of yourself in every way possible that you would like. And then feeding that piece by piece, emotion by emotion, visual by visual back into the construct so it can give you what you want. Place your orders carefully, especially around the new moon. Make your movies now so you have a little bit of time to perfect it. Sit with that new moon energy and the Gemini full moon energy and watch that movie. Have it down pat by then. And when you get sad from watching it because it's not happening now and I'm just fooling myself and I can't believe I'm doing this, roll your eyes at how good your system works and do it again and keep doing it anyway. All right? That's it and that's all. The sun is setting. I'm about to go do a little cooking. I'll see you guys on the Instagram live. We're going to make some curry and uh, just chill. I love zoos. You know this is. Shout out to the revolution. We are top 100 in spirituality, religion and spirituality on iTunes. That is a big motherfucking deal. Y'all are a big motherfucking deal. The revolution is a big motherfucking deal. Y'all are crazy. I love you. Uh, We doing it. Thank you for so much of a positive response in the November videos. I feel like the energy is just so easy to read in Scorpio season. So a lot of it isn't even me. It's just, you know, it's the vibes. Um, Really looking forward to Sagittarius manifestation in a couple of weeks. Really looking forward to the live tonight, the live stream. Members only chat will be on. Uh, we'll be talking about some of the products that I was using this past month. And I got these Fendi boots that are crazy. So I wanted to tell you about that. And we'll talk a little bit about Negril as well. We can talk about Negril and we can talk about psilocybin as well next week if you'd like. We can tie that into psychocybernetics and just keep the flow going. Oh my God, I love you guys so much. Shout out the revolution. It's your girl, DJ Nark. I'll see you next week. Love you.